Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Briar Moss can curse in five different languages. We mostly curse in English, so if you're listening around English speakers, you may want to make sure they're okay with curses. Welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we're reading chapter two of Street Magic. <laughs> you almost said Briar's book. <laughs> you almost said Briar's book. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean Briar's it is book Briar's too. book. <laughs> today, yes, we're reading, today we're reading chapter two of Briar book, Briar's book, part two. <laughs> So grab your cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And let's catch a kitty. Meow. 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 Chapter two opens with Briar coming in to talk to Rosethorn. And we see that she's on the roof, absolutely surrounded by plants. Because they are trying to prepare, like, basically... They're trying to help, similar to Daja's book, they're trying to help people who've been in drought and stuff. And so they're making these plants go through the grow, the full growing cycle in a matter of days. And so they're all like, the plants are basically like my 13 year old student who claims she doesn't drink coffee, but surely does. If you caffeinated plants, this is what they'd be like. <laughs> so he tells Rose Thorne about his adventure. And she's like, oh, well, somebody's going to have to train this mage. So if you can't find a stone mage, then that's going to be you. And the person who's going to look for a stone mage, P.S., is going to be you. And he's like, 
WTFY. And she's like, well, it's part of the Mage Council rules, blah de blah de blah. Probably should have like, mentioned it. Well, how are they going to find me when I'm way out here? And she's like, well, the closest member of both of those councils. Oh, that's right. That's me. <laughs> Found you. <laughs> to which Briar's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> because Briar does not mess with his mother. So Briar, Briar basically determines, okay, I'm going to have to figure out what to do with this kid. In the meantime, Evie uh, has cats, <laughs> has seven of them, I believe. <laughs> she leaves early so that she can go get her money before stupid. Before Briar shows up, yeah. or so she thinks. And of course, Briar's already thought of this and is like, ah, I'm going to have to get there early. Yeah. But when Evie is leaving, the guy pays her five doves instead of one. And she's leaving and then Briar shows up. And she's like, fuck no. And gets the hell out of there. And being a local, she knows how to navigate both the sook and the town. And so she goes up on the roof and he chases her up on the roof and he's like, ah, fuck, I didn't even notice that the roofs are basically another street. And he runs after her along the roofs and he runs into various people who are annoyed with him because he's clearly a foreigner. But in particular, one woman with a wash basket and Briar's basically given up chasing Evie at this point because he realizes that she's going to Old Town, which is like built into the side of a mountain and smells terrible, but also he'll probably suck at navigating it. Well, luckily before he started chasing her too, he threw a vine of power around her so he can find her anywhere, just like Sandry was able to do with Bosco. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so he's like, eh. I'll find her when I need her and tells this lady, can you just tell me how to get down? So she angrily throws him a ladder and uh, then tries to dump her wash water on him. Mostly misses. Briar finds his way back home and on his way back home, uh, Evie follows him back. She's rather surprised that he just seems to have given up after chasing her all this way. And Briar's also trying to figure out, well, how the hell am I going to, like, track her down? And then he sees the little girl across the street who has a kitty and is feeding uh, her kitty. And he has a grand idea. But before some of that happens, we also have to deal with the vipers. Because the vipers... We're also following Briar and Evie. So we just, we need to know that they're still around. They still want Evie because Evie is mage, apparently. And, um, yeah. That's it.
part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice. This is where we talked about what we liked and didn't like about the chapter. What did y'all like about this chapter? Well, I had a dislike with this chapter. I still can't get over the fact that after four years, they still haven't taught them all the fucking rules. And they're just like, oh, I guess we never explained the rules to you, to you guys, did we? And like, that, it just doesn't add up, doesn't make sense. They're very thorough teachers and everything else, but this one thing, this rule, like, oh, no, it just slipped our minds. It doesn't make sense to me. I think it's dumb. I think it's very dumb. You think the rule is dumb or the way she wrote it? Both of it. Both. Both. Like, it just seems like out of nowhere, like, oh, I forgot to mention this before. So I'm going to just slip this in now. And then the whole rule is really stupid, too, especially when Rose Thorne is talking about, oh, well, you're going to have to teach her like a, a academics and different rocks and magical applications and astronomy and reading and writing and mathematics. Like, I wouldn't want a 14 year old teaching me all these different things like he's barely learning it himself and now he's going to be teaching me it doesn't make sense it's really dumb so i don't i don't think the rule is dumb um but perhaps maybe the way it's like phrased to us is poor um because i think i kind of figured out what the deal is it's if somebody has magic that like, and they're not properly trained, they pull a tris and destroy entire towns and shit. I get that. I understand that a person that doesn't know that they have magic needs to be trained. Yes, I agree. I fully agree with that. But saying, oh, well, you discovered said person, so now you're the one responsible for it. Like, there's other mages in town, I'm sure. They can take care of it. He's 14. He he's barely a mage himself and he doesn't make sense and them not telling him the rules you would think there would be like the one of the first things they say oh there should be like a little pamphlet or a flyer like oh you found out you're a mage here read this this is all the basics well the <laughs> point is that somebody has to be responsible for making sure that a person receives training so if you are the person who realizes that somebody is a mage, then you have to take on some, some responsibility in that realm, which could be taking them to somebody else who is prepared to train them or training them yourself. I get that. But then Rose Thorne is basically like, oh, well, you found her. So go chase her down. I'm not helping you. Fuck you, basically. Like... Really? He came in and was greeted by all the plants. And it says, if he forgot any one of them, the plants would droop until reassured of his affection. Oh, like, the cute little plants. There's, you got to pet all of them or they'll be sad. It's so cute. It's like, have, it's like having a pet. They want all of the attention all the time. So... In the last chapter, in our last episode, you compared the the way the plants treated Briar to like dogs coming for pets. 
Yeah, yeah. I really like that in this chapter, Evie literally makes the same comparison except with the cat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Of course she yep. does it with a cat, though, right? Well, yeah, because she has Let's seven say, of them. She's a crazy cat. Cats are, the su- cats are the superior animal. She's a crazy Dogs cat. Dogs are too goddamn needy. Um, my next one that I liked, I, I try to be this um, when um, Briar's like, oh, Rose Thorn's now two inches shorter than he is. Uh, but Briar always thought of her towering over him. She still did in learning and power. And me being a short person, <laughs> I like to think that I do the same to people sometimes as well. So I like that one. It's not, it's not about the height. It's how you carry it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how furiously you can get at how furious you can get at certain fictional topics. <laughs> yes. Whenever he's t- being uh, harassed by the lady up on the roof, and he just tells her, "The next one who asks me if folk here are friendly, I'll send him to you for a blessing." He retorted as he swung his leg over. "The God's sweet day to you and for your charity." <laughs> you sassy little thing you're so funny and then uh whenever he's climbing down the ladder and he's just mumbling to himself like yeah Rosalind, i'd love to travel i can learn all kinds of languages and be insulted by him and i can ask civil questions and people will run away travel will be just the thing like i do this to myself all the time like somebody pisses me off i just mumble to myself like just like this I'm like this is just so great i love this it's awesome people suck i hate them <laughs> i had one more sorry all the cat comparisons there's so much cat comparisons in this chapter and it's so cute and especially the part where uh evie had seen that the lady tried to dump the water on Briar and she compares it says that she was surprised that he didn't like shake himself off and then start cleaning himself like a cat just like uh I had completely forgotten that Evie compares Briar to a cat because I didn't where Briar compares Evie to a cat and he's mm-hmm. like ah I see kitty has come home to roost or or something like that um so I yeah. made kitty curious that's what it is mm-hmm and so he goes to get, I bet he's going to go get food to put out for the cat, just like the lady did. You know, I, I didn't even realize till just now that, like, she's the one making most of these cat comparisons. And obviously she would. Yeah, she has and seven I, cats. Yeah, it, it makes it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It tracks. Now, if we would have read this chapter before I got my cat, I would have tried to convince Malia to name the cat mystery, just like her cat. So I really like that Briar makes sure Evie gets paid. He's like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang back and wait to make sure she gets paid because I don't want to like go, I don't want her going without a meal. And I noticed that when she gets paid, he pays her five instead of one, which is exactly the same as the fisherman gave Posco in Magic Steps. He says that he'd give Posco a silver crescent, and then he gives Posco five. I could be wrong about that, but... No, I, I'm pretty I sure you're correct. that's correct. 
because um, I I caught that as well. Mm-hmm. So, and and then of course we have the return. Like it's not as as obviously specified here, but we have the return of pay your mage as well. Reflexes he'd not needed in years when he's uh, leaping out of the way of the wash water, and that Evie observes his clothes are made his clothes fit as if they are made for him and no one else, which I bet they are. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thanks to Sandrick. Mm-hmm. Boy, boy, not only does boy have money, boy has Sandrick. <laughs> I really liked just throughout the chapter how Briar is smart from experience. It, it felt like a detective novel in the beginning. Like you, you see Briar's point of view of like, hmm, you know, I'm going to go back to the uh, marketplace. I'm going to find Evie, but I'm going to wait until she gets done with her stuff. So I don't take any money from her and I'll get there early because I came there late last time. So she won't suspect me to be there early. And it's like all these like gears just running through his head of like how like to approach this in the best way possible to like lessen the effects on her and to be more successful for him. Very cool. He knows exactly what Evie's like because he's been in like her situation before. I don't know. It was very smart, very considerate and kind of like the back and forth, you know, after Briar says all this about going there early to find Evie instead of late. You, you switch to Evie saying, like, hmm, I'm going to go to work early because I saw him late last time. Like, just confirming that what he is saying is true and will work. Very, very, very interesting writing, and it, it felt good. The guy who hired Evie to polish the rocks, his neighbor, uh, just fucking telling it how it is, yet again. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. just being, like, just little jabs at him, like, oh, yeah, hmm. You're uh, you're definitely paying her out of fear, right? Because she might be a mage, and you've been kind of stiffing her for the past however long you've been paying her. Like, yeah, I see what you're doing. You ain't slick. Yeah, you could tell that he didn't want to pay her that much because he was smiling like his teeth hurt. Like, here you go. I don't want to pay you this, but here. Which is such a shitty thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, clearly, this man is making up probably a very considerate amount of money compared oh, yeah. especially compared to what he's paying her those are the first ones that sells he said mm-hmm. all the ones that she messes with those mm-hmm. sell automatically and and the neighbor says that he sells them for more than the other mm-hmm. yeah, so he's know. making a killing and he, he wants to pay her just one usually yeah shitty what yeah. a butthole <laughs> Here you go. I, I actually interpreted that smile not as like him not wanting to pay her that, but as him like being afraid that she was gonna take it out on him that he hadn't been paying her enough. Yeah, I think I, he knows that she's street kid, so any money that she gets that she won't care. But if she's a mage. But she took off running, so he doesn't think that she's a mage. And he was there when she ran, so... I I think that he is aware that someone else... uh, Fuck me. Someone (laughs) else thinks that she is a mage, so he's, like, kind of covering his ass and being like, in case you are a mage, and if you ever decide to be like, like, come back and be like, I remember you when I was a street kid, and you used to pay me one penny for the work I did 
like she might come back to him out of spite or revenge or something. So I, I, I also got fear out of that. Like he's not doing it to be a good person. He's doing it to cover his ass. I also liked one second the travel quote that we kind of already talked about um, <laughs> reminded me of France a little bit like you know you love to travel you know learn new languages be insulted by people it reminded me when wow. I went on a school trip to France and I tried to share a pizza with my friend because she was very small and wouldn't finish a whole pizza so we tried to split a pizza at a restaurant and we got yelled at by the staff because they're not allowed to share a pizza it was very very weird what i have i have very strong feelings on the french <laughs> and none of them good <laughs> none of them good so i i actually had a pen pal when i was a lot younger um who lived in a little seaside village in france and so when we did our senior trip and we took a travel to europe I had basically told her, hey, I'm going to be in Paris, like, on this date. Can you make it up so we can actually, like, meet in person and hang out for a little bit? Now, she's French. She speaks French. She is from France. But her, like, her, like, Americanized English was superb. And I mean, and that's part of because the fact that we constantly talked. And so we're fucking chatting her, right? Like, you know, like you do. And this fucking guy comes up and make, basically says something along the lines of stupid Americans. Got up and just got in his face and was just giving him what for. And I I have no idea what is being said right now, but I can tell there's a whole lot of just shut your fucking mouth and end your life. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about a handful of mine, but I just want to mention I love the fact that the entire roof is green. Like, as someone who just likes plants, it makes me happy that the entire rooftop is just green yeah um kelby's wheeze to calm down i i i love that briar just flat out fucking insults them in the most affectionate way tell these weeds to calm down i'm surprised that they didn't like start cowering in wet affection again like are you sure you love us i think that's a little bit like when i tell my kids that i'm taking a day off because I don't want to deal with them and it's actually because I have a doctor appointment or whatever <laughs> yeah they'll be like where were you I'll be like I was just sick of you I decided not to come to school <laughs> damn what a mean teacher yeah I mean um I I also love the don't go playing the country bumpkin my buck I, I love that he still tries to play stupid and Rose Thorne has gotten to the point where she's like, I'm just going to continue to call you out on this. Like, because it says uh, with amusement. So, like, they've done this a lot. And she just finds it funny now. 
four people in the world had the ability to make him sorry he had crossed them. I'm also amused that Mark didn't make that list. Yes! She's too soft. Yes! She's too soft. She wouldn't hang in upside down in the well. The rest of them would. No question. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know if, if like, Sandri or Daja would hang him upside down in the well, but... Oh, they totally would. They I think totally they would. would. They would I sure they would. give him a thrashing. They yeah. would give I think him they a thrashing. Would. I don't think that's the thrashing they would give him. I think Sandry would just like tie him up in his own clothes, you know? You gotta play to your strengths. Yeah, Daja <laughs> would literally just knock him upside the head with her staff. And Trith <laughs> might hang him in the well, but if she did it, she would do it magically. And just like get a wind and like just drop him down the well. Be like, <laughs> Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lark Throw would do that. Throw the whole boy away. Yeah. L- Lark would be, I'm very disappointed in you. I'm not mad. And that's worse. <laughs> that's worse. Arguably, that is worse. We we talked about the the the, the smile. Jeez. Briar gritted his teeth and did the jumps that were necessary, but but he wasn't happy and he meant to discuss his unhappiness with her at length <laughs> when he caught her. <laughs> um i uh, this one's an interesting bit of world building i think is the uh she's kind of thinking about briar and like he had said he's a mage um all the mages she'd ever known magic workers healers and hedge witches were were adults in their mid-20s or older very full of themselves uh people who were younger really claim the title but he said it as casually as if it were his name. Like I, I love that kind of. We we see such a weird growth from Briar because Briar was like the one who was like, "Nope, fuck y'all, I am not a mage," and now he's saying it like, "Yeah, that's it's it's as simple as oh, I have brown skin or I have green eyes. It's a part of who I am." And I, I just, I love that change. Evie, when she's watching as the vine comes down and starts loving on him, she's like, what is this shit? The fuck is that? She thought it was a snake at first. And then when yeah. she realized what it was, she's like, oh man, I wish that was a snake. That, that would be less terrifying. <laughs> Much easier to explain to my brain. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Part two of our three-step reading process is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message in the chapter. What theme or message did you find? Uh, the theme that I found was uh, Chase. Obviously, Briar chasing Evie. Uh, Evie eventually turning around and chasing Briar. <laughs> Vipers chasing Evie and Briar at the same time without them knowing. Also, the fact that uh, the person that would have to chase down Briar to, uh, you know, enforce the mage's law of, you know, teaching the kid, it, it would be Rose Sword. So Rose Sword would be the what one would to chase Briar. have to chase very far. Yeah, I think Briar. Gotcha. Briar knows that would not end well. No, he would not want to do that. No, she she would do worse than just hang him in the well. Yeah, way worse. You do not want to cross that one. And it wouldn't even be like her, like really her choice. Like she would kind of be forced to do that, which sucks. But she'd do it. Yeah, she would. She has. A, a a job and a responsibility and that would be one of them mm-hmm. she would have to hang her poor boy that she loves in the well <laughs> oh she'd do way worse than that oh yeah she would yeah. but and the last part is that uh now instead of having to chase evie anymore uh she's gonna he briar is gonna make her come to him so that that was my theme that is exactly how you catch a wild animal. Make them come to you. Which makes me like think about the comparison between Briar luring Evie, and which we'll probably talk a little bit more about in the next episode, but Briar luring Evie versus how Nico got Briar to Lightning Circle. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did similar because he also like lured Briar in with food in a way. But I'm I'm interested to in examining further like 
Briar with Evie as compared to Nika with Briar and Rosethorn with Briar and sort of how that relationship develops and how he kind of like coaxes her into this world that she's not a part of. And for that matter, like, I feel like we could even say like Nika with Triss as well. Because Triss, Triss's life doesn't have as much of a direct comparison to Evie's, but she was also this like not wanting to be part of this and kind of had to be drawn in. Whereas Daja and Sandry were kind of like, oh, you can come here. And then as soon as they had the opportunity, they're like, say what? I can do this? Fantastic. It'll be interesting to see the parallels there. Yeah. My theme was roots. We talked about this in Daja's book, obviously, and then we talked about this in Briar's book, but I feel like a lot of the same kind of things that we saw in Briar's book are coming back. Bright, like Briar making sure that Evie gets paid because he knows that experience, leaping out of the way of the water, and that they are that these are reflexes he's not needed in years, but they're still kind of there. We get the the same, we have like the repeat of Briar not wanting to go into like the poor part of town because it smells terrible, because he's not used to like now he's used to like the nice oil lamps with the herbs in them which is funny because in his last book he literally went down into a sewer you would think that would be worse but it's fine he that's fine but he can't go into another part of town but he didn't like the way the sewer smelled but he literally went into it this one he's like fuck that no it smells too bad it's been four years he's gotten soft Uh I was going to say, That's it's fair. not only been four years, but again, last time, he uh, he had a guide to get him That's through true. the sewers. That's true. So it was get in and out. Yeah. Uh, with this, it's a get in, get lost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it does not specifically mention that he is worried about like getting lost, but I feel like there's a decent chance. I mean... He doesn't even like notice that people travel across the roofs. Put him in like some weird maze of ancient houses. And but yeah. <clears throat> My theme was the exact same as Molly's. Well, you should have spoken up faster. That's fine. <laughs> now let's argue again. <laughs> Angry. How dare you? Did you have anything to add? Not really. I was going to say mine was very similar. <laughs> um, because, it, no, really, you've got Ryder relying on all of these instincts that he hasn't had to use in this entire time that he's been at Winding Circle. But um, I know that we touched on that last chapter. Uh, in a different way but yeah no it, it really is just him kind of being back in this mindset of okay what would I have done four years ago so it just yeah having to go back to uh, where he came from pretty much part three is reading like a mage this is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. 
what magic were you able to craft out of this chapter? My theme is actually to be considerate because Briar makes sure he doesn't cost a fellow street rat any more meals. He's a good dude. He wants to get, you know, more info about Evie, see what she's doing, how's, but he doesn't want to make her lose her job or definitely miss a meal. He knows what that's like and is being very considerate. So I want to be more like Briar and uh, consider continue being considerate to other people. And mine was the exact same thing. <laughs> whenever I need something done I'm like okay I gotta do this thing and I don't care what this other pre- person is doing my thing's important one track mine and I gotta get that thing done and then once I get the thing done I'm like oh shit this person was probably doing something and I just fucked up everything for them but I got my stuff done yay for me but boo for them be more considerate as well nice she was now two inches shorter than he was. Briar always thought of her as towering over him. No, I do this because I have a very big and loud personality. Part of it is because I uh, I am short, so I have to project myself a little bit. But apparently, I, apparently I'm abrasive and people don't like me being that loud and opinionated to a figure so i i have to do the opposite of this occasionally where i'm not uh big because i hurt other people's feelings and get a talking to at work so <laughs> so i need to not be so uh big and loud and opinionated i i need to kind of not tower over people only sometimes only sometimes i don't need to do that all the time I wrote, there's more than one way to skin or catch a cat. Aww, skin kitties. Because Briar is like, mm, this isn't working. I'm not going to follow her in there. But he figures out how, how to, like, he comes up with another way to do what he needs to do. And actually, come to think of it, in a way, Rose Thorn and Briar are doing that with the plants. Because the people there are struggling with the plants. And so they come in and they're like, well... We have another way to uh, help you uh, get seeds and such. I think it's something that's good for me to remember when I'm doing something that's being difficult. Maybe there's another way to do it that might be easier for me. At the end of our episodes, we like to have an excerpt from the next chapter. So this is an excerpt from Briar's book, Chapter 3. Do you think she listened? asked a quiet voice in Imperial. Briar looked down into the house. Rosethorn had come back. She stood on the floor below. Dunno, he said in the same language. She ate, that's something. She'll probably perch close by all night to see if I put more food up and lay a trap for her. Rosethorn shook her head. She's even more feral than you were, she remarked. At least you had that gang. Oh, she's got to be ganged up, protested Briar. How else do you survive here? The look she gave him was half vexed, half amused. There are plenty of people in Chamur who don't belong to gangs, she pointed out. Briar gently removed the jasmine from his arm. Not if you're a kid from Old Town, I bet, he replied. Only way to be safe is with a gang. When people fool with you, they know they're fooling with your mates, too. He thanked the vine and set it to its tre- sent it to its trellis. You manage without a gang now, argued Rosethorn. I'm a mage now, he pointed out. Besides, I have a gang. If the girls aren't my mates, who is? And you and Lark and Nico, Frostpine, Crane, that's my gang. He explained, naming the adults who had taught him and his foster sisters at Winding Circle. 
So what symbol? No, Rose Thorne said, cutting herself off. I'm not going to encourage you in thinking like that. What's your next move with the girl? Briar sighed. Earth etiquette say the only stone mage in town is this Jebelu stone slicer up at the palace. I guess I better talk to him about teaching her. Good idea. Rose Thorne reached into the pocket of her habit and produced a metal token. It'll take you forever to walk there and back. You remember where we stabled our horses? Get one of them. Briar nodded and accepted the token to show to the stableman. Thanks, Rose Thorne. He walked by her, then stopped. Not sure why he did so, he turned back and kissed her lightly on the cheek. Oh, stop that, she said irritably, as he'd known she would. People will start to think I like you if you pull that kind of nonsense. Briar grinned. They already know you do, he said reasonably. I'm still alive after years in your company. He walked away before she could think of a cutting reply. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us, Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. <laughs> Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or tell us what you think by emailing us at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. Find all of our episodes at readingcircletemple.com and find more sound clips by following the Reading Circle Temple on SoundCloud. Never miss a post by following Reading Circle on Tumblr. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Facebook and join the Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. See our cats by following Reading Circle Temple on Instagram. Or you can tweet at us at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. If you like their art, follow Yellows for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our music. Find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. So I wrote... No one's going to go. I... <laughs> go for it, Brittany. Well, I went first on the first one, so you can go ahead and go. Good one. Go. Okay. All right. All right. I go. I was going to say, okay. Good one also went first on the, uh, the theme. Not the last so. one. It's, it's oh. fine. I'll go again. Oh. It's fine. <laughs> my, my, my magic, my personal magic is to be considerate of other people and how they feel. <laughs> Maybe by not making them go first twice in a row. here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs coming off their parents plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig underwritten by golden rule insurance company they offer flexible budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals get more cool facts about united healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.